Welcome to the Be Unbound podcast. My name is Jonathan Brush. I'm really delighted that you're here today. I'm delighted for lots of reasons, but most of all, because this is a day that we get to uh, show you some material and share with you some information about a topic that I'm particularly passionate about. Uh, we are going to continue in letting you uh, get a glimpse of and see and access the material that we produced at the From High School to Higher Purpose virtual event that we held a few weeks ago. Um, if you are just joining us, you don't have to listen to these segments in order. Uh, you can start at any time, but over the last several podcasts, we've been bringing you this material, and so we're happy to share this with you. If you like it and you want to see all the rest of it right now, you can go to beunbound.us slash college dash choice, or you can go to the link in the show notes where you can find all of the sessions from that event, and we'll be delighted for you to check those out and listen to them whenever you'd like. But this particular session is called Preparing for Life Instead of the Classroom. And in it, Ben and I talk about kind of the state of higher education today and what kind of education somebody really needs. Now, out of all the things we talk about at Unbound, this is one that really gets me excited. This is really strikes with the ethos and the essence and the kind of core of who Unbound is and what Unbound does and what we're excited about. And in Ben and I's conversation, we're going to go over several things. Um, we're going to talk about the fact that college is really not optimized for the kind of education that most, not everybody, but most people need today. Uh, we're going to talk about the fact that education has changed pretty dramatically and the very nature of education has changed dramatically. And this is something that I think doesn't get talked about enough. Um, or if it does, it gets talked about in such ethereal terms that nobody really understands what's being talked about. Uh, we're going to have a conversation about how education has changed in a way that anybody can understand. And once you understand that, you can fundamentally see what kind of education is, is actually necessary. And we strongly believe that the kind of education that most people need, if not everybody, is practical education, real education, education doing real things. And we think the best way to get an education doing real things is actually to do real things. And uh, we think that the biggest trait, the most useful trait in this new educational world is the trait of curiosity. So we talk a little bit about that, building on some of the things we've talked about in past sessions about how we can help students become more curious, how we can funnel that curiosity into doing real things. Once again, this is a, a topic that we're really passionate about. I uh, hope this conversation is useful to you. Um, and, and of course, it should come as no surprise that Unbound is built on this thesis. And so our educational program, Ascend, is all about teaching young people how to be prepared for the real world doing real things. It's a projects-based education system. You can earn college credit. You can eventually earn a full degree at a partner institution through this. But more importantly, it's about learning the, how to, the real things that you need to learn by doing real things, the skills that you need to, to be successful in everyday life and how to connect to the people that will help you to continue to be successful since one of the real things that you to really learn is how to have, find, facilitate, and keep great relationships. And so check us out at beunbound.us. Check out our SIN program. Enrollment is open for that program for the fall class. And if these kinds of ideas that we talk about that Ben and I discuss in the segment are interesting to you, then you definitely need to check out the Ascend program. So enjoy. Welcome, everyone, from the High School to Higher Purpose uh, virtual event. Uh, we're really delighted that you're here. Uh, we're looking forward to the chance to share some things with you, uh, especially around these topics that we get asked questions about all the time. Uh, we think are particularly relevant in this very strange year where there's a lot of disruption going on and a lot of people sort of scratching their heads and saying, what next? And how do I not just make this transition, which is always a challenge, but make this transition in particularly challenging times? And uh, we're 
pretty delighted to have the opportunity to share some things and hopefully make that easier for you. My name is Jonathan Brush. I'm the president and CEO of Unbound. Really glad to be here. And I'm joined by Unbound alumni, graduates, and our chief marketing officer, Ben Billups. Ben? Yeah, absolutely. And so if you're reading the title of this video, then you would have seen that it's called something like preparing for life instead of the classroom. And if you have listened to our podcast at all, if you've really read our website very much, you know that this is something that we're all about here at Unbound. We're not just interested in preparing you academically, there's a time and a place for that, but we're interested in developing ways to prepare students for life. Um, and so I think as we broach this topic and as we get into it, um, you guys are gonna hear a lot about Jonathan's education philosophy and what our education philosophy is as a business. Um, but I also hope that um, regardless of whether or not Unbound is the right option for you, you come away with an interesting perspective um, and maybe some new ideas that you can apply to, uh, your, to your situation. So I think kind of out of the gate, just with this, just even by drawing that line, preparing for life instead of preparing for the classroom, it kind of begs the question, um, is education actually preparing students for their future? This is a question that you know we have to be careful. We don't run over time in answering because I can get pretty excited and pretty passionate about answering it. And I think it helps to back up a little bit and just sort of define some things. You know, there's no doubt that we're talking about education here. We're talking specifically about higher education. Uh, there's no doubt that higher education uh, does a phenomenal job honed over literally centuries of practice and, and, and teaching people uh, deep things, um, things that require heavy level thinking. But I think therein lies some of the problem, and that is that higher education as it's structured in terms of colleges and universities and classrooms and professors and doctorates and all those things is particularly optimized for deep, heavy, rich thinking, like really rich academic thinking. And there are some things in our society that really benefit quite well from that. And as a society, I think we need people who are trained that way. And some people are uniquely talented that way. And in that sense, I think, you know, we're there's certainly problems we get into and talk about that, but there's a lot of high quality academic stuff going on there in higher education with colleges and universities. One of the biggest problems that I have and that we've discussed a lot is that I don't think that that kind of education is necessary for everybody. And now people sort of view college as career preparation. This is what you actually need to enter the workforce. And I think that's a very different kind of education. I think colleges by and large are not optimized for that kind of education. And I think that's particularly true now because technology moves fast. That's not a surprise to anybody listening to this on some high technology stuff. Uh, when it moves fast, it breaks a lot of things. The fancy word for that is disruption. When things are disrupted, lots of new problems present themselves, and those new problems need to be solved quickly. And that's not the kind of framework that colleges typically uh, teach. That's not the kind of education they teach. And then finally, something that we've noted a lot, but the fundamentals of education have changed in ways that I think is pretty unique. Uh, you know, back when I was in high school and when I first came to college, gaining new knowledge was difficult. Uh, and the example I always use is that, you know, if you need to learn something new, you had to drive to the library, pull the card catalog, write a book, and then you had to take notes, record that, or, or in some fashion, memorize that. Because if you forgot it, you'd have to go through that whole process again to learn it. And of course, that's tremendously different today. The internet and smartphones means that any kind of 
piece of information is almost instantly available to us. So the nature of education has changed dramatically. Now it's less about being able to carry around a lot of facts. And now it's more about how can you deploy those facts, use them correctly and evaluate whether they're true in a world where a lot of misinformation is also out there. So in answer to that question, no, I don't think today's educational society prepares people well for the kind of thing that they need from a job standpoint, from a very practical education standpoint. I think they still do an excellent job teaching people in deep academics. I just don't think that the vast majority of us need deep academic training. Yeah. And I think this is an issue that I have, or at least in the past, I've definitely had very strong opinions about. And I think, but again, you're speaking to one of the, the issues that we're talking about on a, on a previous video regarding whether, you know, what life will look like um, after the pandemic in higher education, it really just comes down to what your goal is. And because of just the level of emphasis that a lot of higher education institutions place on academics in general, um, a lot of a lot of the times schools end up training students to excel in a classroom. But that, you know, it, it's like it's those memes that you see on social media where it says, I know that mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, but I don't know how to actually handle my own finances. Right. And that's the difference between preparing for the classroom or preparing for life, um, which is why I think having that perspective is so valuable. And that's not to say that you can't prepare for life while you're you know in heavy academic work, but you have to at least acknowledge that. This isn't necessarily a one-stop shop for everything you need to know about life. And once you exit this institution, you'll be a fully formed human being. It's like, that's just not the case. Um, so I think kind of speaking to then the question that's begged by that question, what does it take to prepare for, your, for life in your perspective? And what type of education can really equip students? Well, you know, we talked earlier that technology is a big disruptor here. And so it's interesting that technology provides, I think, some interesting answers. And one of those answers comes from the world of software. And it's a pretty big buzzword in lots of different areas in society, particularly in business, but this idea of iterative processing or iterative development. And it, here's just the idea in a nutshell. Go back a generation or two, not very long, actually, and, and think of yourself as a large company and a large company that has something to sell. Well, what's the best way to ensure that you're going to sell that well? Well, the answer to that would be to spend some definite money on research. And you would spend that money in research and you'd do some pretty deep market research and you would interview a bunch of people and you would do some surveys, you do all those kinds of things. You collect all that data, you'd pour over it, and then you spend a lot of time working up a really great plan, a great marketing plan, a great product plan, all those kinds of things. And you spend a lot of time doing that and there would be a lot of emphasis on the planning and there would be a lot of people that would say the better the plan, the better the chance of success. And all that is based on the premise and the reality of the time that getting to market was expensive. Buying the ads would be expensive. Producing the stuff would be expensive. And you want to get it right because changing was really expensive. And not only that, change would take a lot of time. If it turned out this is a bad product market fix, uh, you may not get a second shot at it because by the time that was apparent, you would have already produced a lot of those products and there's no big capital left to shift it. Of course, that changes dramatically if you're producing a technological product, especially when it's online, right? Uh, you can get something out really, really fast. You can get almost immediate feedback on it, and then you can change it almost on the fly. Um, I recently, well, a year or so ago, purchased a canoe building course and used it to build a canoe. And the guy that does the course every year updates every video in the course. Like literally the course itself changes. I've owned basically three courses now because of all the re renovations he's done it and all of his new stuff just enters into it. Uh, that's, that's pretty fascinating. That's also new, like almost to the point we take it for granted now, that's a new concept. 
Well, that is true in education as well, right? And so in the past, we would say, well, there's a few careers. They look exactly like this. They haven't changed much. And the more we can kind of prepare you with the academic knowledge to go in those careers, we can use case studies and hypotheticals and simulations, all stuff to prepare for that and we'll turn you loose. But that's not the reality anymore because all those case studies and simulations and stuff become outdated almost by the second that they're done. And so technology disrupts so fast that that's not happening. So the best way to do this is in, in an iterative learning process where you're actually doing the real stuff immediately because, first of all, you can. And secondly, because it's changing so quickly that doing the real stuff is about the only thing that will keep you up to date. Uh, so we talk about what's a better way to do education, what's a better way to learn. We say, yeah, there's some unchanging foundational education stuff, the things you need to know to run the Republic, things about history and math and, and how to read and literature and all those kinds of things that you have to learn no matter what, right? Uh, but then when it comes to the skills you need for the workplace, those skills with exceptions are by and large learned by doing the actual stuff that you're gonna do in the workplace. So, so real projects, we call it projects-based education. And for Unbound in our Ascend program, which is our projects-based higher education program that helps students earn credits, can lead to a fully accredited degree, can serve as a gap year program uh, that has our really world-class certification program in it. Uh, the, the heart of that program is doing projects, which is taking an idea from an idea to reality, learning to work with a team to accomplish a goal in the real world where the value is going to be determined by, you know, real world stuff and being able to show significant leadership and being able to, to do those kinds of things. And again, when we say those kinds of things, we mean real stuff. So instead of talking about what it would be like to develop a marketing plan for a company, why don't you develop a marketing plan for a company? And instead of talking about what it's like to run a business, why don't you start a business? And instead of talking about what it'd be like to help people, why don't you form a ministry and start helping people? Instead of talking about what it's like someplace else, why don't you form a trip and do it? Um, and, and in other words, in this day and age, iterative learning is kind of the critical piece here. And iterative learning means doing real stuff fast, failing quickly and recovering and moving on. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important because I think it's, it's kind of the nature of academics to, to codify things and to codify um, concepts, ideas, and principles that essentially have rules associated with them. And so when you're studying something as specific as even say marketing or finance or something like that, it's like, well, I mean, the internet has basically changed the way that marketing is done. And it's also changed the, the types of things that you can market, right? You know, in the past, there was a limited number of like sort of uh, uh, types of businesses, categories of business, but now it's like a business can literally just be, you have a fan base and you sell them t-shirts and you market it in this way. Way that, you know, marketers couldn't have imagined, you know, upwards of 20, 30 years ago. Similar thing, even something like finance, which is generally, you know, math doesn't change, but Bitcoin and blockchain and all this, it's, you know, it's changing all the rules of what it means and, and what what is relevant finance or information in the, in the finance space. And so when you kind of look at those things, it really comes down to, and this is what absolutely you were alluding to in, in your answer a second ago, that it really just comes down to learning how to learn. So it's like, how do I prepare myself? You know, I, I want some specific knowledge in fields that I'm interested in, but really what I want is I want to know how do I find out what information is relevant to what I'm trying to do? And then how do I learn that information and master it in a way that's effective? And so that's absolutely something that the projects teach you. It's like, it just kind of throws you in the deep end and you say, okay, okay, I want to do this thing. Maybe I want to build a canoe. Maybe I just want to create a marketing playbook for a business. Never done it before. Well, I'm going to figure it out. And in the process of actually doing those things, you learn how to learn. And so um, 
I think I'm just kind of curious to hear a little bit more perspective from you on this, Jonathan, too, though, because everyone learns differently. And it's one of those things that it seems so individualistic. And yet at the same time, it's something that we're so passionate about. So in your perspective, how do you teach how to learn? I think that that requires us to kind of go back a little bit and think about where learning has its role here. So, you know, I, you know, a logical reaction to what we just said here is like, OK, forget education. Why don't I just go get a job? And, and it's worth noting that while we're actually big fans of that in some ways, and I almost all I, probably I would bet 100 percent of our students at this point enrolled in the program work some sort of job in addition to the, the, what they're doing, which we think is an integral part of their education. Uh, let's note the difference between these two things, right? So if you are going to get a job and, and you're going to do on-the-job learning, uh, the company that you're that has hired you, their primary focus is the job. And if you end up learning stuff in the way, that's great. And some companies will go out of their way to train you, and some, some sort of training is necessary, but they're always going to be looking for the fastest, most effective way to do that because the point is the job, right? They're losing money if you're learning. Uh, they need to do the job. Projects-based education is a little bit different. We're saying, here's, here's a different way to do this. We want you to actually learn by doing real things, but the point of it is the learning. So in other words, we, we care a little less about the outcome of the job. So for example, if I'm a business and I hire you to do a project, I want that project to be successful. And if it's not, we got to rethink about a way to make that project successful. And your learning is sort of secondary. In project-based education, we challenge our students to do projects. We don't actually care much about the – we care to some extent, but the point is not whether the project's successful. The point is what the student learned in the process of doing a real project. So in other words, uh, the emphasis is very different. And that means the emphasis is on teaching and is on making sure that, you know, we're using the real life thing as the foil, as the as the content, as the atmosphere, and the environment uh, to learn something. But the point is to learn. So to your point, Ben, how is it that we teach people to learn, especially when learning is so individual? And so our answer to that is that we think, yes, it's individual, which is why we do projects-based education. Uh, we do projects-based education. Our first-year students, we don't say, do this project. We say, do your project. You pick a project that makes sense for you. But we have parameters, and those parameters are based on principles. And those principles are the things that we use to say, look, no matter what project somebody does, uh, they're going to need to learn some basic things about time management and about task management and especially about relational skills. And when we learn about relational skills, we're talking about communication skills as well as just how to get along with people. And we need teamwork skills and we need to teach them leadership skills, which is all about how to influence other people, whether they're actually leading the project from the front or whether they're a member of the team, but they need to influence those around them so they can understand what you understand. In other words, those things are all principles that we can teach. And in the process of the project, we say, do this, but we need to give you these skills to make that project more effective. So if you're translating this at home and saying, well, how does that work? You know, I mean, certainly, you know, we're delighted to enroll people in our program and teach them some things. But here's some here's some principles that I think are universal that you can start right away. So when we think about projects-based uh, education, the first is to create a necessity. Like, in other words, you have to create some sort of pressure. We talked in another um, one of these sessions that, you, you know, one of the best things to do to prepare students to be independent is to move them outside of their comfort zone. So you have to create pressure that moves them. You have to present an incentive to move them. For us, you say, you know, you don't earn your certification unless you do a project. Well, that's pressure that moves somebody. And then secondly, we have to encourage uh, curiosity and give them a system for doing that. So we say, okay, we, you need to think about where you need to go. We're going to provide the pressure to help you sort of think about that. Then you have to determine what's next. 
And then you have to go through what's next. And then you have to have a period of reflection that you figure out what happened. And then you need to decide whether you're going to repeat that cycle and move closer to where you're going or whether you need to adjust the goal and do something different. And we actually tell our students, you, know, you might get into a project, get a couple steps in and go, this is not the right project and change that. That's fine because actually that ability to quit a project and do something different that's more effective or more on point for what they need to do, that's a critical uh, skill that's necessary in today's world. Uh, so it's just boiling that all down. Project-based education is about using real life stuff, uh, but the point is the education. And, and at the heart of that education, it's about teaching the kinds of real skills that everybody needs. And one of the fundament, fundamental principles to do that is by creating pressure to move people forward and then giving them a process to deal with that pressure so it turns into action so they can actually see those things start to realize. And what we've discovered is that I think that God creates people for that process to be addictive. In other words, if you're thinking about like, I get this a lot and I get this from moms, especially they say, oh, my, all my kid wants to do is sit home and play video games. And they say, what do I do? I don't know the specific answer to that, but I do know this. If you can, if you can incite some curiosity and then create a situation where they can satisfy the curiosity, even on a small level, that's an addictive satisfaction. And that often leads to the next and the next and the next. And then people tend to spin up from there. So create that necessity, press that curiosity, help somebody reflect on what just happened so they know it, give them permission to make some adjustments. And you'll find people kind of spin up from that point forward. Absolutely. Well, I think too, is, is the way that I that I think about it so often is is as um, that learning how to learn requires a platform that has room for failure, right? And just like when you're talking about time, tasks, and relationships, those are the three principles that are covered in the Basecamp event that's a part of the Ascend program um, that we provide here at Unbound. And, you know, on the t-shirts that we had this year, this past January for the students at Basecamp, on the sleeve, it says failure is an option. And the whole idea behind that is that when you're looking to learn, you have to be comfortable with a, a negative outcome in the sense that you have to be uh, willing to accept failure. And that's, that is a path to learning. And so in order to be willing to accept failure, you also have to put yourself in a position where failure is an option. So in, in, in essence, anywhere failure is an option is a platform for learning. And, and so that's how I, you know, I think that's such an important concept. And when you look for those platforms, like, for example, I think Ascend is that type of platform. I think certain jobs are platforms like that. And those types of platforms are it's essentially an environment where you can teach yourself how to learn because as I mentioned, it's so individualized. And so once you kind of learn, okay, this is how I figure things out. This is how I solve problems. You know, if something goes sideways, I'm looking for this and this and this, and then we're going to figure out how to solve it. And once you're in an environment where you can do that, and it's particularly if you're in an environment where you can do that rapidly, your, your learning and your understanding of yourself will accelerate uh, so much faster. Our base academic value at Unbound is how to, is, is at the end of the day, we want to make sure that our students know how to quickly and effectively master complicated information, which is kind of an extended way of saying we want to teach them how to be passionate about learning how to learn. Uh, and there's some principles and some skills you can do that. Um, in, in this uh, virtual event, uh, we provide a lot of information that is applicable all across the board, and we think this is too, but maybe more than anything else, we want to just be particularly aggressive here in saying uh, that's what we do here at Unbound. Projects-based education is our thing. Real skills, teaching people how to quickly and effectively master complicated information and giving them the kind of skills and experience that actually makes a difference 
is what we do. And, and we like to say that you know, what we do is we prepare people for real life and make them superior at doing real life, just like Army Rangers and Navy SEALs are better at doing military life, right? Uh, they, they have unique skills and unique intense training. We have a unique education program and unique training that students who graduate and earn certificates from Unbound are that much better prepared. They're elite at the real life, normal, everyday, ordinary stuff that they're going to face. And when you're elite at doing ordinary things, that pretty soon you find yourself in extraordinary circumstances. Um, and so this is something we're really passionate about. Um, I think we can say with, uh, uh, with some humbleness, but certainly also with some honesty here that we are exceptionally good at this and that we get some really extraordinary results from students that go through the program. So if you want to learn more about the Ascend program that we're talking about and the things that Unbound does, beunbound.us is our website. So check us out there. Uh, we, there's more sessions in this virtual event that are free that you can access. We also do a podcast. We have a blog. Uh, we try to really get this information out there. We have a, a Navigate course that's designed to help students uh, master making great and wise decisions. And then, of course, our Ascend programs are unique higher education uh, projects-based educational system uh, that can lead to earning a full degree uh, from our, our partners, that can lead to earning credit, uh, uh, certainly leads to our certifications, and does what we were talking about here, prepare students for real life in a really unique way. So check us out at beunbound.us and uh, see what we have to offer. Well, I hope you caught some of our passion. I hope you enjoyed that conversation between Ben and I. Most importantly, I hope it gave you something to think about and it helps you gain a unique perspective when thinking about and considering your higher education and training options, whether you're a student looking for your next step or a parent helping looking to help your student make that next step. Hope this information was helpful. Once again, if this makes sense to you, uh, check us out and see how we actually make this work, how we actually have a whole system built around the ideas that we just discussed here. Uh, go to beunbound.us, check out our Ascend program. Enrollment is open now uh, for the fall class, and we would love to have you join us. Until next time, this is Jonathan Brush for the Be Unbound podcast.